Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Erin. And I'm Katie. And you are listening to Rope Drop and Park Hop. Welcome back, friends. Hello, hello. Another week, another dollar. (laughs) I shared on our Instagram a couple of weeks ago, actually in preparation for Prime Day, I talked a little bit about how Amazon affiliate links work. Uh Uh-huh. And I want to be completely transparent. So I'm going to, speaking of another dollar, (laughs) the day after Amazon Prime Day, I made another little story on our Instagram and just said, thanks for clicking our links. We made five bucks. Yeah. And I had somebody who reached out to me and was like, that's all you made was five dollars. And I was like, yeah, but we don't really know how this works. So (laughs) since then, (laughs) we've kind of figured out how it works a little bit better. So in the... In the spirit of full transparency, we made more than $5. Apparently, you don't get paid until things ship. Right. So, thank you. Yes. This is just to say thank you for following us on on Instagram. Thank you Mm -hmm. for clicking on our Amazon affiliate links. We appreciate that. We did get a little bit of a kickback. It was worth it for us. Yeah, and it was kind of fun for us to figure out how it works. So, hopefully that's helpful for you also to know how it works, right? Yes. We're sharing the love. And if you missed that story... I'm happy to talk about it. You can <laughs> always reach out, and I'll tell you how Amazon affiliate links work. Yes. All right. Should we read a review? Let's read a review. I uh, love the reviews. I do, too. They're my favorite. We got some really awesome emails this week, too. So thank you for those. Feel free to always reach out to us on a more personal level if you'd like. We appreciate the reviews. Mm-hmm. And we do read them. We read all the reviews. We read all the emails. We try to respond to most of them, yeah. too, I think. Yeah. I think maybe one or two have slipped through the cracks, but for the most part, we try really hard to respond. Okay, so this one is from Amy Reams, and the the title is Very Informative and Always dot, dot, dot. Oh, let me see if I can pull up the whole thing. And if you can't, let's make it up. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I think it's very informative and always a ray of sunshine. (laughs) Mine has um, always G-U-A-R dot, 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 so always guaranteed good time. Right, or always guarding their hearts always guardians of the galaxy is the best ride always <laughs> always oh that's not gourds never mind no, I was gonna no say gourds. gourd lovers it's i do love not a good fall zucchini. yet <laughs> all right all right i am a disneyland veteran but love learning from and listening to aaron and katie they are a hysterical duo that's very sweet <laughs> <laughs> hysterical in what sense <laughs> nuts we're nuts yes they are Agreed. a hysterical duo that always makes me laugh They do such a good job of describing things and transporting you to the happiest place on earth. I highly recommend listening to them, whether you are a veteran or a newbie. Thank you, Erin and Katie, for sharing your knowledge and love of Disneyland. You're welcome, Amy Reams. And thank you, Amy. We appreciate it. What a sweet review. I know. And we're happy to share our love of Disney. That's why we do this, right? We're hysterical. Yes. (laughs) It's partly because we want to help people and mostly because we love talking about Disneyland, right? Yep. And 3% because we're nuts. Yes. We're all a little mad here. Who says that? I know. Who says that? (laughs) Maybe that can be the title of our podcast episode this week. I love it. Okay. We have some news. 
nothing earth shattering, but some news. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the earth shattering news is that the Matterhorn will be closed on August 8th till who knows when because the schedule doesn't go out far enough for it to be reopened. Not earth shattering. Maybe vertebrae shattering. Yes. Maybe they're going to fix it. Maybe. Maybe they're going to make the left track as smooth as the right track, which is not that smooth. I doubt it. I wonder if Bob Gurr has ridden it recently. I don't think he could. I don't think so either. I think he damaged something. Maybe, though. I just think he's 90 now. Yeah. And maybe. Hard on a a body. On the joints. Yeah. He'd get off and he wouldn't be able to stand (laughs) up, right? He's also tallish, right? Isn't he on the taller side, maybe? He's very thin. Yeah. He's very slender. So maybe that gives off the. Maybe. He got a tattoo recently. He did? Uh (laughs) Just his first. He just barely got his first tattoo. Cute. Within the last like two weeks. What is it? I don't remember. Let me look. Okay. Look it up. You share your first little bit of news. Okay. And I'm going to look up Bob Gruer's tattoo. Um, so since Aaron brought up gourds and fall time, <laughs> there's Halloween merch at World of Disney already. There um, is? Yes. I mean, if you go in any of the stores right now, Target, Walmart, they're all putting out their fall Halloween stuff anyway. So it makes sense that World of Disney would have some Halloween merch out. So go check that out. Um, the red car trolley is officially back. And the day it opened, it broke down for a few hours, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) But it's so fun to see it back there in California Adventure. I have missed it. We do think it's a little odd that it travels through Avengers Campus (laughs) to go back and forth. But it is what it is. Maybe that's something they'll fix eventually, like make it more cohesive. It's a little out of place. Yes. But once it gets to Buena Vista Street, it's golden, right? Yeah. And no, no sign of the newsboys yet, right? No, it's just I think it's just a people transporter right yeah, now. Yeah, okay. and I don't think the news. I don't think they're coming back. That's because they're going to put newsies in the in the theater. Uh huh. They are listening to us. We they have totally some more are. dear Disney today too. So hopefully, yeah. Mr. Chapek is listening. <laughs> okay, sure is. Bob Gurr. Okay, let me read. He's so cute. Okay, this is on his Bob Gurr official on Instagram. He shared a picture. Look at that picture. Oh, he's adorable. The biggest smile ever. Okay. Yes, I got my first tattoo last week, and it's of the 1959 monorail. Aww. And he was cruising the Mediterranean around Spain on the Virgin Voyages Valiant Lady, and he got himself a monorail tattoo on his chest. Was he involved in the monorail? Yeah. Okay. I think he developed it. Very cute. Yeah. Isn't he the cutest? He's so cute. He's one of my favorites. He's if, one of my favorites, too. If you haven't watched that special on Disney+, Plus, now I can't remember what it's called. The Imagineering Story. Yes, The Imagineering Story. Go watch it, and you will learn more about Bob Gurr than you ever knew you needed to know. Because he's so adorable. He's so adorable. Wear a fresh pair of contacts, otherwise your eyes will cloud up a lot. <laughs> I cry every single episode. Aaron was cutting onions during the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very good. I'm hoping that they do a sequel I would that love kind that. of like updates you on what's going on at the parks. I would love that. That would be amazing. Especially, you know, leading into the whole COVID thing and mm-hmm. post-pandemic would be fascinating to totally see the behind the scenes of all that. Yep. All right. What else? The <laughs> There's a new breakfast corn dog in town. No. Aaron's very excited. No, I'm not. We're definitely going to be having that every day when we're there at the end of <laughs> August. No, we're not. Katie can. <laughs> So at Corndog Castle in DCA, there is a breakfast corndog, sausage, egg, and then it has powdered sugar and raspberry jelly on top. So it's sort of like, I would say like Monte Cristo style. Breakfast. Like sweet and savory. I'm willing to try it. I'm not a big sausage fan. Got it. But I'll try. Maybe we'll split one. The size of it is not huge. No. And you can get a cutie 
or chips with it, which I don't know why you would want <laughs> chips for breakfast, but I mean, what's the difference between that and hash browns, right? <laughs> Very similar. <laughs> and I think, you know, there aren't a ton of breakfast options at Disneyland at the parks themselves. There, there's a few here and there, and we'll probably do an episode on that eventually on what your breakfast options are. But um, this is a good option, especially for those coming from Paradise Pier now that they have their own entrance into the park. Mm-hmm. It's dumping you off right there by the Corn Dog Castle. Grab yourself a breakfast on a stick. Breakfast on a stick and a bag of chips, and you're good to go. <laughs> or a cutie. And a Diet Coke. Mm. <laughs> breakfast of champions. Mm-hmm. And then the city of Anaheim oh, is... They want some more money. Yeah, they're talking about implementing a new admission tax that mm-hmm. would be tacked on to the tickets. And so, I'm sure that Disneyland will not absorb that cost. So no. we may see a ticket price increase that's not on the normal schedule of price increases. Right. And you can usually count on at least one per year. There have been a few years where they've thrown a second one in. And I imagine this would be a second one for the year yeah. to take care of that tax increase. You know, I don't understand. The city of Anaheim and Disneyland tend to butt heads. Yeah. And I don't understand Like, they have a very love-hate relationship, right? Like, the city of Anaheim needs Disneyland. It's great revenue for them. Disneyland needs Anaheim to cooperate with their plans. And they don't always. No. And, I mean, I get it. There's got to be some boundaries and things like that. But I just feel like the last couple times they've been working on something together, it's Mm -hmm. just gone poorly. Yeah. And they blame each other for Mm -hmm. different things. And who knows what the real story is for any of it. Right. Anyways. So we'll be watching that. Yep. Something to look out for. Yeah. Um, the DVC Tower at the Disneyland Hotel is coming along. It's I know we've mentioned it before. Onward and upward. <laughs> but that'll be a fourth building at the Disneyland Hotel that will be for DVC members, which is much needed. Yes, it is, because right now the only DVC property at Disneyland is the Grand Californian. And, and it we books up do months in advance. Months. So we should do a DVC episode and talk a little bit about how DVC works. But if you own... So when you purchase your DVC points, neither of us own DVC. No. But if you, when you own DVC points, Disney Vacation Club is DVC. You own at a certain resort. Right. You have a home resort a is home what resort. they call it. Mm-hmm. And you have access to book reservations at your home resort before anybody else does. Right. And then a certain period down the road, they open up the remaining reservations for anybody else who owns DVC to mm-hmm. book at that resort. And I don't think the Grand Californian ever makes it to that second point. I don't think so either. I think it's all... The primary people booking it up and then reselling mostly. Yeah, or using it, mm-hmm. or rent, so, renting them, not reselling. That's yeah, what I meant. Yeah, yeah. yeah, or yeah, and I think adding this second or this second area, mm-hmm. the DVC tower at Disneyland Hotel is going to be awesome. I imagine yeah. they'll probably sell some DVC there too, right? What do you mean? Meaning that will be home resort. Oh yeah, for sure. And then on once top it's of it, finished, yep. Yeah. Well, even probably before it's finished, they'll start selling them. But So Maybe. be on the lookout for that if you're interested in DVC and you're a Disneyland. Maybe we should talk to them while we're down there. <laughs> Maybe we idea. should roll over our Amazon Prime Day earnings. <laughs> and buy herself a vacation timeshare. <laughs> oh, crazy. Let me give you a hint. We earned enough for a few churros each. Yes. <laughs> Fluffernutter, if you like. Okay, so the Main Street Electrical Parade... And Disneyland Forever now have an expiration date. September 1st Yep, is when those will be ending. So if you are wanting to see those, you better hurry down. Check them out. And then everything will switch over to Halloween. Right. And so there will be a Halloween Screams 
fireworks spectacular. At Disneyland. Is Fantasmic also going away during that, or are they bumping no. it back to a couple nights a week? I read the other day that they're bump, they're scaling it down. They only do on weekends when it's off-season. Off-season. Right. So during Halloween time, will that be off-season? I hate, <sighs> I hate not knowing, because I feel like it's the busiest time of the year. Yeah, I feel but, like it's, you know, only like Thanksgiving week and Christmas week. Right. Or are, are the non-off-season times, right. or the on-season times, I guess. That's when Fantasmic would play every day. I don't know. It's, I don't even, it's hard to tell. And until it's, the calendar and the, is Right, there. and that's what, six weeks out, mm-hmm. usually? 40 mm-hmm. to 45 days, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, as far as parades are concerned... Main Street Electrical Parade is going away. There won't be any parade at Disneyland. Unless they announce something in the next few weeks. Paint the night. Paint the night. Paint the night. Bring it back. Dear Disney. Because the Halloween parade will be at DCA. Only during Oogie Boogie Bash. Right. So not for everybody else. Yep. And then in, in in conjunction with that, also don't forget the Finding Nemo submarine voyage opens back up on Friday, this Friday. Is that right? Monday? Next Monday? It's the 25th. It's next Monday. Never mind. Yes, it is next Monday. You're listening to this on Friday because you can't wait for Rope Drop and Park Hop to drop a new episode. You're just, we wake up every Friday morning and you turn it on first thing. It's midnight on Friday for all of you (laughs) (laughs) listening to this, right? It's like Christmas morning. (laughs) Anyway, Monday morning, Nemo's back. Yay. Nemo and Hank. Hank the Septipus. Hank the Septipus. (laughs) He's one of my favorites. So cute. And then one last bit of news that kind of ties into the episode that we're going to talk about today Mm -hmm. is that there is a rumor out there that Star Wars Launch Bay will be demolished and turned into seating. And this is a pretty, I would say this is a pretty solid rumor Mm -hmm. because I've seen it a bunch of different places. It's a pretty stupid rumor. (laughs) Aaron's not a fan. We don't, why would you take something down that could be utilized to be an attraction to absorb crowds and make seating? I don't know. We'll talk about it. But yeah, we'll talk about it. I'm annoyed. And also, you know, that gets rid of the Tomorrowland Terrace, mm-hmm. you know, fireworks viewing experience, yep. too. So, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we're going to talk about this more mm-hmm. in detail. Yeah. What else? I think that's it. Okay. Our podcast is brought to you by Mouse World Travel. Imagine going on the most stress-free, well-planned Disney vacation of your life. Now imagine you didn't pay anything extra for that personalized service. That's what you'll get when you use an authorized travel planner from Mouse World Travel to book your next Disney vacation. From resorts to cruises and everything in between, they are here to help you get the most out of your next family trip. Just go to mouseworldtravel.com, fill out a short request form, and make sure you mention our code ROPEDROP so they know that we sent you. All right, so today we're talking about Tomorrowland. Because Tomorrowland is really sad right now. (laughs) And I have been saying this for a really, really long time. And I'm going to lean real hard into this. If you go listen to our Hub Crawl episode, Mm -hmm. is that where we talked about it? We had so much fun on the Hub Crawl, by the way. Yes. But we had a really good discussion about what we would do with Tomorrowland. Yes. So we wanted to talk about that with you guys. We're going to bring it on over here today. And I'm going to lean real hard. I'm digging my heels in, and I'm sticking with my original answer. Okay, so what would you do in Tomorrowland? Let's talk. I would put Tron there. (laughs) Which is really (laughs) funny because as we were sitting down talking about this episode, I was reading some comments on a post about speculation in Tomorrowland to Katie, and I said, what is... What's the draw with Tron? Why is everyone so obsessed with Tron? And she didn't say anything. I didn't. I love Tron. I've never been on it. I've watched the ride-through videos, though, and I'm hooked. I'm I'm ready to go. 
okay. soon as it drops in Disney World, I'm on a plane. It's got cool lighting. Mm-hmm. And it's got cool seating. Otherwise, what is it? Have you ever ridden on one of those type vehicles on a roller no. coaster? Okay. I mean, Flight of Passage. Yeah, similar. Yeah. But with speed. Not a, flight, not a motion simulator. So it's a lot different. I haven't been on Tron, but I have been on Hagrid's Motorbike Adventure. Mm-hmm. At Universal, and I—that's probably one of like my top five, in my top five rides ever. So, Anywhere, yeah. I'm sure it would be fun. It would. And I don't. A, I don't. Eye candy. Yeah, and I don't think there's room for it <laughs> in Tomorrowland, to be honest. And our Tomorrowland at Disneyland doesn't look futuristic anymore mm-hmm. like that. So I don't know that it fits there at all. Well, and the problem too with Tomorrowland is, if you look at like the Autopia and Launch Bay area. Mm-hmm. That butts right up to Harbor Boulevard. Right. There's nowhere to expand yeah. on that side yeah. of the park. So we kind of, no matter what ha- we, like, I'm part of Disney. <laughs> I'm not, guys. They don't care what we think. So when we say, dear Disney, we're really talking to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate that you guys like it, but <laughs> Mr. Chapek does not care. Nope. But, you know, we have to work with the footprint we have. Right? Yes. Yes. Especially in Anaheim. Disney World, a different story, right? Like, they've got all the room in the world to put stuff wherever the heck they want to. They could add a couple theme parks. Yeah. But unless Disney decides to tear down Angel Stadium and make that a third gate over there, there's not a whole lot of room to put stuff. Right. And so, I don't know. And I think that this whole idea of tearing down Launch Bay, mm-hmm. what does that get rid of? It gets rid of the Carousel of Progress Theater. Yes. And what used to be the Expo in there used to be a marvel expo for a little while okay and then the star wars meet and greet area that's down on the lower level is it the chase card is that what it is right now yes yes okay and yes. There, it, was it used to be key. open for everybody and right? then it was like a magic key open. thing and then don't they during special events have it for merch right now it's just like a check-in for special events and merch yes okay. and then Upstairs, mm-hmm. we talked about this a few weeks ago, the Tomorrowland Terrace Skyline Lounge yes. experience, yes, where you can go and watch the fireworks if the fireworks are happening. Right. <laughs> so that is going to go away yep. if they tear it down. Yep. And they're going to put seating? Yeah. <laughs> and again, who knows if this rumor is true or right. we're all waiting with bated breath on D23 in September for some special announcements. And who knows if they'll even have any special announcements for us. Because but. this is what happens every single year. Every single year. Every single year. We work up to D23 with all these rumors about Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> and then nothing. And then they announce... We're going to expand over by Paradise Pier, and we're going to add a whole new third area and all this stuff, and it never, ever, ever is Tomorrowland. Yeah. So what's your idea for Tomorrowland? What would you do with Tomorrowland? So here's what I think. Stick with me here. Tomorrowland is super outdated, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And no matter what, A, you can't predict the future, right? I mean, you look at Back to the Future movies, weren't we supposed to have real hoverboards by now and flying cars and Mm -hmm. all these things? You can't predict the future. Nobody knows what's going to happen. So I lean real hard into the idea of, like, Retroland or Yesterland or something where we can bring back some of the very favorites from years gone by, like Carousel of Progress. Mm -hmm. So if... if (laughs) If anybody's listening, and we have time to change this rumor and keep the launch bay, right, right. let's reopen the Carousel of Progress. That's a large attraction mm-hmm. with high capacity. 
I wonder if they could do something with the Captain EO Theater. I wonder if Carousel of Progress could go in there. I've never, I don't think I've ever even been in there. Carousel of Progress, though, has to move. It has to be that round. A rotating theater. Right. Uh What is Captain EO Theater like? It's like the Muppet Vision Theater over in DCA. Okay. So. And I mean, I guess you could put. You could the leave. stage could rotate instead of the audience. Yeah, but I think that's one of the things that's best about Carousel of Progress is because because the audience rotates, you can put so many people through every hour. Right. But be- beggars can't be choosers. Right. <laughs> if they decide to put the Carousel of Progress in the Captain EO Theater, you're going to like it. Of course. <laughs> and then one of the rumors that's actually circulating right now also in this whole idea of redoing Tomorrowland is bringing back the people mover. Mm-hmm. The track is still there in... Yes. Disrepair. From what I've heard, if they brought it back, it would be sh- way shorter than it was before. Like, they would take out some of the decrepit stuff over there by the monorail. Okay. And it would be a shorter people mover. But that makes me kind of sad, too. Like, why not just fix it? Do yeah. it right. Fix it. Put it back. I, okay. I've never ridden either people mover. Mm. I never got to ride it at Disneyland. And it was down for refurbishment when we went to Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. People love it. Yeah. It's fun. Is it? Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, I want to ride it, but why? It's cool, and it's relaxing, and the one at Disney World, I've never been on the Disneyland one, obviously, because it was gone before I was born, but um, the one at Disney World goes through Space Mountain, right? and it's just cool. And there's a great view of the castle. Mm -hmm. And it's a long ride. Okay. And that's another high... High capacity. Yeah, another high capacity Mm -hmm. attraction Mm -hmm. where you can get people moving through it. Really? And it just feels nostalgic, too, I think, because it's right. been there for so long. Right. I just think, like, instead of removing things and putting chairs out, <laughs> let's get crowds out. Like, everyone is complaining that Disneyland is more crowded than it's ever been, right? Mm-hmm. Well, let's look at some solutions to get rid of some of these crowds. Let's put in some of these nostalgic attractions that people really love and would be excited to be experiencing again. Right. And get the crowds on rides and not in the walkways. Mm-hmm. I almost wonder, so I, we talked about this a few weeks ago, but the Space Mountain rumor mm-hmm. that might might get changed into Buzz Lightyear, or not Buzz Lightyear, but just Lightyear, mm-hmm. it would be interesting to see if, going along with that theme, if they just kind of transform the whole area into a spacey type theme. I don't know. Yeah, which could be good, because I think you could probably maintain that. Yeah. I just think it's so hard to maintain futuristic things. Yes. Because A, the future changes, and you can't predict it, and at some point... You catch up to where you expected things to be, mm-hmm. and then it starts looking like it looks now. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of Autopia becoming at least electric cars, mm-hmm. if That'd nothing else. If they're not going to get rid of Autopia, then at least make that more modern. But there's a caveat to that. If you're going to make Autopia electric cars, we're going to need some of those smell like they have on Main Street with gas fumes. (laughs) Erin needs the gas fumes. (laughs) That's funny. Maybe just car fresheners hanging in on each of the cars that smell like gas. That'd be amazing. (laughs) Or just give us all a little gas mask when we get on. (laughs) It's not worth it if you're not getting a little high. I guess so. Funny, funny. And I guess you'd have to pipe the noise in, too. It's so noisy. It is so noisy. Yeah. 
That's such a fun ride, though. Like, very... It's very nostalgic, again. It is. Like, people love that, which is why your Yesterland idea kind of makes sense. Yeah. Because I think people love that. I think, too, there's no nostalgia like Disney nostalgia, mm-hmm. right? Like, people mm-hmm. really love... There are so many people... Like, you make some core memories when you're at Disneyland. Yes, and there are some people who are big into Disney history. Mm-hmm. It's a whole genre. You can find Disney history podcasts. Like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. So let's lean into that a little bit. And bring back, I would be curious, like, to know what, because now they've started bringing back merch, like mm-hmm. some of that retro-y, mm-hmm. nostalgic merch. And I'm curious to know how well the merch is doing. Yeah. And that would be kind of a good guide. Like a barometer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be like, hey, let's bring that people mover back because the shirt sold like crazy. Right. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Yeah. What kind of show? What would we put back there as a show? Because there's got to be a show. <sighs> yeah. You know what? One of our followers on Instagram, who's actually going to be a guest here pretty soon, on her own Instagram shared a question last week, and it got me thinking. She's headed down this weekend with her family, and this is her first time taking her kids to Disneyland. And she's trying to plan some things out, and she said, you know, I know over in DCA all of the things that we can do with great air conditioning. Mm -hmm. What are the things in Disneyland? And Mm -hmm. I was sitting there thinking about it, and I was like, there's just not as much sit-down chill right stuff what could we need another part show? of the part of that is you know um before covid even happened they were getting rid of entertainment like crazy for some reason the golden horseshoe review for instance that right. was a good place to go and sit down and cool off which you still can go in there and they have still a have live entertainment sometimes don't they i don't think so not since i thought not they brought some reopening. back maybe so let's see but i loved the golden horseshoe review i thought that was so cute and that's a nostalgic thing that they could bring back I know they have stuff up on the balcony outside every once in a while, but I haven't heard of anything happening on the stage in the last little while. Mm, it doesn't say anything. I thought for I thought for some reason that there was entertainment in there again, but maybe not. I don't know. What would what would you put in that theater? We could you could show like old Mickey Mouse cartoons in there. Yeah, Muppet Vision. Didn't we talk about maybe yeah, putting that over there? Yeah, I would love there? to see Muppet Vision. Come Muppet back. Vision falls well into the Yesterland Retroland mm-hmm. kind of thing because yep. that's been around forever. Captain EO would be fun. Yes. They could do, uh, like, a Disneyland documentary mm-hmm. to show something like that in that theater. They have something like that in Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. that's exactly what I was picturing. Yeah. It's the Man of a Million Dreams. What's it called? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. what it's called. It's like Walt's story. Right. Uh-huh. And lots of historical things. Mm-hmm. Or um, also in Hollywood Studios, they have the Mickey and Minnie cartoons. You go in and watch in a, a different theater oh, yeah. in Hollywood Studios. So. Yeah. I wonder if they Those could expand fun. the Main Street Cinema and do that on Main Street. Yeah, maybe. Have it actually be something that's more of a or sit down. Or a theater in Toontown next oh, to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Maybe with Mickey and Minnie cartoons in Maybe it. when they open, we'll have a surprise waiting maybe. for us. Maybe Roger Rabbit will be gone. <laughs> They'll turn that into a theater. <laughs> Not happening. Dang it. <laughs> what, what else? What would you do with Star Tours? This is like... I don't care about Star Tours. Right, but it can't just sit there. It doesn't fit. Right. It needs to be moved. To but I don't know that it's possible to move it. Galaxy's Edge? Mm-hmm. <sighs> but it doesn't even really fit in Galaxy's Edge because it's, it's a different... I don't. It's all Star Wars, right? Right. But Galaxy's Edge is a different... Galaxy's like, Edge is, what, 7, 8, and 9 of the Star Wars movies? Yeah, technically. And, and Star Tours is like 1, 2, 3. right. But Batu itself, I don't think it's actually in any of the movies. 
I don't even know. So <laughs> I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty I sure. I feel like you're speaking a different language. <laughs> you know, Batu is what Galaxy's Edge I is. Do know That's that the one. planet that you're yes. supposedly on, or the city, or whatever. But I mean, I you've got how many different names for that area? You have Galaxy's Edge. You have Star Wars Land. You Batu, have Batu. You have Black Spire, Black Spire Outpost. Outpost. Yes. It's who knows what it's really called. <laughs> Nobody. All the Star Wars. Uh, fans out there are shaking their fists at us. <laughs> Get it right, Aaron and Katie. Uh, anyway, so, so I don't know what you would do with Star Tours. I, I don't want them to get rid of it because I love it. Okay, so let's just wax poetic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's turn it into, if we're keeping a space theme over there, we've only been on the moon one time, right? <laughs> let's turn it into some sort of like space travel I know let's bring Mission Space over from Epcot is that the orange and green Mm -hmm. the only ride I've ever been on that has made me physically ill you rode the orange side Uh absolutely not awful 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 ride why tell me about it (laughs) because it's have you been on a Gravitron before I have it's basically the Gravitron, but you're sitting in a seat and in a closed space so you have like no concept of what's going on and it's hurtling you towards the screen and you're getting closer and closer to Mars and you know the swinging gondolas yeah. on the Mickey's Fun Wheel yeah. that have the barf bags? This yeah. is the only other ride I've been on that had barf bags included it in the horrific. ride. It was awful. I sat on the curb waiting for the bus at the end of the day thinking, I'm not coming back to the parks at all the like rest I'm of this done. trip. Yes. So bad. Do people like this attraction? Yes. There are some people that do. And I've heard that the green site is better but still not awesome. And I don't, I don't know, I don't get it. But please, 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 dear Disney, don't bring that to Tomorrowland. <laughs> we don't want it. <laughs> we have some ideas for things that we'd like, but also things we would not like. Yes. If we're building the perfect Tomorrowland, it does not include mission space. <laughs> <laughs> so what could you do with Star Tours? I mean, I don't know. It just makes me sad to get rid of it. Okay, but, but pause. Yeah. If you do a retro land, it does fit. Yeah, I guess so. Because it's pretty retro, Disney. Plus, Star Wars happened a long time ago. In a galaxy, in a galaxy far, far, far away. away. So it's in the past. <laughs> but it's in the past of Disney. When did that attraction open? In the 80s, maybe? In the maybe? 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a past, fun, For sure. nostalgia attraction. For so sure. it could stay. Maybe yeah. spruce it up a little yes. bit. Is that where the Monsanto ride was? Is where Star Tours is currently? I don't know. Okay. I thought maybe that was at Launch Bay at oh, some point. Maybe, I don't know. I don't remember. Or Journey Through Inner Space? I remember the House of the Future. Was Mon- Monsanto was the House of the Future. House of the Retro Future. <laughs> but there was also Interventions? Was that? Interventions was also in the in the current launch bay. Maybe area. that's what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Was that and that was a rotating thing, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. That's what I'm thinking of. Journey I remember through that. Inner Space was it uh what's it called? Like the Doom Buggies. What's that called? Those that ride vehicle. Like Haunted Mansion? Yes. What's it called? Omni Mover. Omni Mover. <laughs> So Journey Through Inner Space was an Omnimover type ride, okay. and you shrunk down to like a molecule size and go through where a, was a that? human body. I'm pretty sure it's where Star Tours is now. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. So that'd be fun and to bring back. And speaking of that, we could put Honey, I Shrunk the Audience yes. in there too. Yes. I've heard it was a really good makeout ride. <laughs> You've heard? <laughs> I haven't been on it. It was gone before I oh, was visited it? Disneyland. I think so. I don't remember ever going Was on it. Was it gone like nine months before? <laughs> <laughs> Mom, Dad? The only story I've heard of my parents at Disneyland was them going on the canoes together. Oh. And my dad sitting in the back and digging his canoe in backwards and making it go slower. <laughs> <laughs> Did it get caught? 
No. Nobody caught him? No. We should try that. <laughs> we should totally try We it. should carry on the tradition. Slow it down and make it turn just a little bit to the left. <laughs> and see how long it takes the cast That member. poor guy in the front digging so uh-huh. hard. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's my parents' story. At that's Disneyland. really funny. <laughs> okay, what else? What do we keep? Astro Blasters. Sure. I feel like Astro Blasters has got to move over to Paradise or Pixar Pier. I hate it there in Tomorrowland. It's, and make it it's spacey, but it's cartoony spacey. You could make it like a claw ride, like an alien claw ride. Yes, and it definitely needs a refurb. But that the problem ride is breaking down. Here's my issue with it. No matter which park you're in, you've got Silly Symphony Swings over on Paradise Pier, Pixar Pier. That doesn't really fit. Yes. No. I'm well, just saying it's a Paradise spinny, Gardens, right? It's a spinny ride. Yeah. Right in that area. You've got Dumbo at Disneyland. We don't need it. Let's get rid of it. Dumbo? No. Oh. <laughs> the Astro Orbiter. Oh, no. I'm talking about Astro Blasters. Oh, Astro Blasters. Yes. Astro Orbiter. Peace out. Astro Orbiter can go. Yes. yes. Sorry. Astro yes. Blasters. <gasps> that one's yeah. so popular, though. It has always got a long line. But it's a lot like Midway Mania. Yeah. It's a game. Yeah. But it breaks down a lot. It needs a good zhuzh. What I could just, we do there? I don't know. This is hard. I'm super excited to see what happens at D23, though, because obviously everything up until that point is speculation and rumor. Right. And Disney's pretty tight-lipped. I think anytime I see these rumors, I'm like, eh, you know, I right. don't. You put just a take lot it with stock. a grain of salt. Yeah. Yep. And so I'm curious because I want to know what these Imagineers are thinking. You know, right now, probably at this exact moment, they're sitting around a boardroom table working on their plans. Yep. Or they've been done for five years and they're just now telling us about them. <sighs> silly, 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 silly. I I saw a post from, I think it was 2019 talking about the entrance of Tomorrowland being redone. Remember when they took the French fry rocks out? Mm-hmm. And the concept art for that looks nothing like what actually happened there. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm sure that there are a lot of plans that were in the works that got pushed to the side and won't happen now. I'm sure there's some new things coming out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're excited to see. If you are listening to this, hop on our Instagram. We'll have a post on there. Yeah. Because um, we want to know what your perfect Tomorrowland looks like. What your ideal what tomorrow would you add? What like. would you take away? Yes. Or send us an email. <laughs> Give us a detailed description of your Tomorrowland. <laughs> we'll share it. We've yeah. talked about how we're going to do a Patreon at some point, mm-hmm. And we've kind of still been, we talk about it pretty frequently between the two of us. We do. Like what that's going to look like for us. And we really feel like, like this is super fun. We love talking about Disneyland, but we want to talk about other things too. Yeah. And so we feel like our Patreon might be more of a stream of consciousness kind of thing where we just (laughs) ramble for a while. But I think it would include stuff like that. Like, you know, people who send us these emails with their great ideas. Yeah. Like that might be some fun stuff to talk about off the main channel and deep dive a little bit more and so we would love it and we love when you guys email us we love when you reach out to us on instagram or yes. on our email we appreciate every message we get and i love you know the the hive mind mm-hmm. i love that so many people can come up with so many different ideas and you mm-hmm. put them all together for something great so i know i wish we had some sort of say like i wish that I we had someone we could reach out to and be like we have a really great idea yeah. listen to us yes but There's we're not just... not really a comment box Unless you're giving a cast compliment, which you should also do. Yes. Definitely compliment the cast members. Could you use the cast comment? (laughs) I'm going to compliment Bob Chapek, and I'm going to say, also, how about you do this and this and this and this? (laughs) Anyway, make sure you're following us on Instagram, because we'll put some fun polls up this week for that. 
Yeah, we like interacting with yes. you guys. This is great. We love doing our whole thing. Everything comes back to the podcast for us. Yes. But we really like interacting with you guys over there, too. It's Because it's, it's in real time yep. on Instagram. So that's what's fun about that. Yes. All right. And make sure you leave us a review. Subscribe, rate, and review. Mm-hmm. We love it all. Share us with your friends. Please share us with your friends. And have a great week, guys. Bye. Bye.